everyone, and welcome to another episode of Word Up. I am your host, Erin Deedling, and this is Word Up, a show all about healing and healers from all walks of life. And I'm so excited to invite Cindy <laughs> Dodick Schwimmer on the show today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so <laughs> delighted to be here. I'm, I've been. Cindy's a really good get. Um, <laughs> I've been trying to get her on the show for yeah. um, better part of a year now. Uh, Cindy is my healer. She is a treasure trove of information. She has studied so many modalities. Um, in fact, we're sitting on a healing biomat in her office right now. Uh, Cindy sees clients all over the world. She heals people all over the world. And her office is just north of Chicago here in Met, Illinois. And um, I have so many questions I want to ask you, Cindy. <laughs> I'll actually let you talk. <laughs> I um, Can you tell me a little bit about your business, what kind of healing you do? I know you were talking wow. about three different categories of yeah, healing, and I've so, watched you evolve. So I, I never felt super... The first time I was told I was a healer, I cried. <laughs> I was like, no, thanks. Huh? No, really, I'm okay. Um, and when did that happen? Oh, gosh. That happened, my children were young, um, so maybe 30 years ago. And, and now your children are all my children are all to, to, to some degree, yes, yeah. they really are. And we all are, right? And, and it's not us doing the healing. I've always felt a little uncomfortable with the healer. I'm a facilitator, right? I'm a practitioner because I'm always practicing and because that's what we do in it's, life. You have done your work. You have worked on your soul. You are walking your walk. You're talking your talk. It um, never ends. It really doesn't. <laughs> right? We all work on, on these souls as we as we inhabit these carbon-based units for this time <laughs> day. A.K.A. bodies. Right? <laughs> and, and so I've, the work's never done. And I'm thrilled with what's happening both on the planet now um, because it's reflective of, we're reflecting the planet. It's reflective of what's right. happening with us. I think it's nothing but good. I really do. Yes, you can sort of see yeah, some really weird things out. happening. But for the most part, I think we're all expanding. We're all elevating. And it's it's a good time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great time to be alive. So what are you working on or where like where what are you passionate about these days? Right. The healing journey so, well, I was my original journey, sort of influenced by my mother was occupational therapy. I got a license in occupational therapy years ago. And it's kind of a neat profession because it does allow you to expand more. Mm -hmm. I was in pediatrics for about 20 years. I, I know. didn't know that. Yeah, I worked with I like little neonatal unit kids. Oh my goodness. Like the smallest baby I ever held was a pound and a half. And a little head like the size of an orange. Um, so I worked in pediatrics. I worked downtown at Children's Memorial Hospital, when it was, it's Lurie now, I think, okay. but I was supervisor there. Then I got married, and I had my own children, I took a little break, never from healing, exactly, from at least the healing arts, let's yeah. put it that way. Um, and so this journey, if you allow things to come into your life, they just take you where you need to be, right? And um, I went into plant-based nutrition. I got a master's in plant-based nutrition. I got a master's in education because uh, I was teaching in university for a little while. Um, it was before you needed PhDs. This was way back oh. in the 80s. Um, 
you see my age. Anyway, um, so I, I... And your age is awesome. Oh, thank you. Present <laughs> day. I love being this age. I do. I would not go back a day. Um, so I got a master's in plant-based nutrition. I read a book by Anna Marie Corbin about food and the expansiveness or contraction, contractive you know, qualities of food, that put me into really the energetics of food. Yes. Um, and so I found a program in plant-based nutrition. I had not been vegan before that. Yeah. I was vegetarian for you years. You ate meat? I ate meat. I ate everything. <laughs> I'm an omnivore. <laughs> I was a vegetarian in college, and I called myself a macaroni and cheese, peanut butter and jelly vegetarian uh, yeah. because it's just kind of junk and you just anything that's not meat yes. kind of thing i've only known you as raw and vegan so oh, it's okay. like shocking to think one day you oh soon. yeah oh when i was pregnant with my son i had like a double whopper you know polish a couple of those yeah. before i understood <laughs> like fast food and what that does and again the energetics of food and and how i think it's can be a challenge it can be a challenge doesn't have to be to understand that we put food in our mouth and it actually creates this. It actually goes in, yeah, gets broken down to those tools, and it creates this physical body that we're looking at. And I remember thinking, well, depending on how you eat, you either open up a shed with 500 tools, or you open up a shed with a screwdriver and a wrench and a, because of, you know, junk food doesn't give you many options, right? Because the nutrients are your tools. Ah. Okay. Yeah. So you eat an amazing that. plant-based diet and you have 500 tools. Now, your body goes, all I got is a screwdriver and a wrench. Okay, I'll, I'll figure out how to do it. You know, yeah. you just put in a filet of fish, mm -hmm. I'll figure out something. Yeah, right? the body so will try to make sense of that. It does, and it will, because there's calories there, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then it decides how to store the toxins, and then there's energetics around mm -hmm. it. So food was an amazing love story with me. Okay. And actually, one of my teachers calls food a love note from God. So when you approach it, um, when I went into that program, they asked me to become vegan. And I thought... All right, it's going to take me a couple of years because I was into raw cheese, never raw meat. That never okay. resonated with me, but raw cheeses, mm -hmm. didn't even do much raw milk, mostly raw cheeses. And I thought, well, for continuity and because I'm studying this, um, I'll do it. I'll do it for a couple of years and then I'll probably go back because my feeling was if we have a symbiotic relationship with animals, well, they give that. We take. If my dog could do it, she'd want me to milk her. Because <laughs> she loves me and I love her. Um, about eight weeks into that agreement, and then I gave up all animal products, mm -hmm. I had what I would describe as a, a true paradigm shift, an awakening, where my world got more expansive. I felt so much more connected to everything on the planet. Wow. And I, it just like, and it truly was like a switch. I almost remember the day and I thought, I'm not going back. I'm not going to go back. I just didn't. So I've been vegan for about 12 years now. Wow. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I'm much smarter about it. So as I went from the food thing, I've what always been. much smarter about it? Um, I'm not peanut butter and jelly and macaroni and cheese anymore. <laughs> <laughs> macaroni and cheese. I'm macronutrients. <laughs> I'm kind of looking at, I look at, um, you know, you have things like the zone diet and, 
and um, keto. Absolutely keto and paleo and all those mm -hmm. things. I kind of approach it more with there are fast oxidizers, slow oxidizers. Okay, that's one group. And then there's a group with two that fall under it, an autonomic nervous system. In the autonomic nervous system, mm -hmm. you're either parasympathetic or sympathetic. Right. Depending on how your unique individual metabolism is, mm -hmm. we kind of look. Now, I say that, but usually parasympathetics and um, fast oxidizers have more commonality. Okay. They burn fat for fuel versus um, burning carbs for mm -hmm. fuel, which are more like the sympathetic and the slow oxidizers. Okay, so mm -hmm. slow oxidizers you need for fight flight and then... Uh, slow oxidizers are more carb-based. They mm -hmm. need a little more carb than protein, and it kind of switches. Okay. And then you have people who are mixed, mm -hmm. who truly kind of walk that line. So... That's sort of on the physical level. So I look at, when people come into my office, I look at that physical level for sure. That's not the only thing, right? Our beliefs, the things that we carry into the office yeah. are really what's driving things, right? Well, I was going to, if you don't mind me just asking a question about what you're talking about, I feel like I'm coming up with all these questions. Sure. <laughs> but so if you have someone who maybe has a lot of panic in their system, um, would you nourish for it to help bring down that, that high-intensity nervous system? And what I would do is alkalize like crazy. Oh. I'd ask them to alkalize with alkalizing foods, mm -hmm. of course. And that's kind of across the board. We heal in an alkaline environment. Mm -hmm. So I'm right now I'm doing that. It's kind of a fad, but it's cool. It's from Anthony Williams, the medical media, uh, medium, the salary juice for 90 mm -hmm. days. That's super alkalizing. So from that standpoint, if there's panic there, yeah, let's look at what you can do to soothe. I'd grab essential oils, mm -hmm. you know, you grab lavender, frankincense, depending on what, what their body is asking for. Mm -hmm. I use a multitude of tools, but, but applied kinesiology and muscle testing is my go-to. Yeah, you are a muscle tester, aficionado. And it's gotten to the point, I used to... You know, self-judgment for many of us is a thing that we have. We even muscle tested from <sighs> each side of the sofa. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we like, did. I, I asked you to, or, you know. Like, yes, and I just kind of went to, okay, what's in everyone's true highest and best? <laughs> Which I guess is simple and easy. Um, and Can okay. I ask, so if you have the flip side, so maybe someone who is in panic would be more fight-flight, but if you have the flip side where the parasympathetic is the dominant, so you have like depression at the extreme yeah. or shock or freeze in the system how would you nourish for that so again it's still alkalinity because we we um we heal in an alkaline the alkalinity is going to just provide a terrain that is most balancing okay. either side it's okay. most balancing for and sure go from there. and you go from there and and when you do go from there then you start looking at what's under the surface mm -hmm. so when i muscle test we did it a little bit earlier eyes open generally gives me an idea of conscious beliefs you know the and you things can use that it as a guinea pig at any point oh <laughs> okay and i don't know would it show up on the camera if we did it sure okay cool um and then so when you close your eyes it's sort of you're going inward and it will give me ideas about what's unconsciously happening right mm -hmm. so i had um trying to think i had a person in here who 
uh, what I'm trying to think of the questions that we asked. Yeah, that um, we asked a question about anger. I think whatever it was, where when his eyes are open, absolutely weak. Nope, got this under control. Eyes closed, and it's like actually no, you don't. So the so the the muscle testing results mm-hmm. will change based on eyes open, eyes closed. Yeah. Sometimes they're sometimes they're the same. Yeah. The beliefs are the same. So I use that as a little bit of a tool. Um, I use so eyes open would be more like cognitive, and then cognitive eyes would be more unconscious, heart based, uh, unconscious. Yeah. It's just your unconscious self, you know, like. Um, Yes, and, and there are some really basic questions to determine when we are using muscle testing. Like, and I don't always go directly to this, but I love myself. Mm-hmm. I can be loved, or I am loved, um, because you have to be incredibly specific, right? I can be loved, well, sure, but are you? I am loved? Those are two totally separate questions. Yeah. And so with diabetes, would you say something like, I, I can take in the sweetness of life? Absolutely. Or that's, yeah. I absolutely. was wondering, what's the metaphor of diabetes? I, and, it is. It's, and it can be management of sweetness because the pancreas does manage sweetness if there's not enough sweetness in your life. And actually, with, with one person that I'm working with, that is exactly what we're doing. We're looking at where the joy is in his life, where the sweetness is in his life. So in order to experience those things... We need those teachings. We need those downloads. Um, I know someone else that is working with joy, but when I muscle test, I know how it feels to live in joy. I know what it's like to have joy in my daily life. There's just no strength at all. Yeah. Open or close, there's just no strength. So something's gone on. How does that person then just all of a sudden go, oh, I feel so joyful. <laughs> this is so joyful. You can't. You don't have the knowings. So I use a technique called theta healing. Mm-hmm. And one that, of your many modalities. One of those. Yes, you you of take the, the best of the best and you integrate them. And we just did a theta in here. And we did. It blew my mind. It's, it's fun. Yeah, because we, in ancient, we have all the keys. We have all the tools right in front of us. Mm-hmm. It's finding them. Yeah. And in scripture it says, ask and you shall receive. So it's that simple. It's that simple. Going, Vianna Stibble is the um, founder of that work. And just going up to a theta brain state, and as long as a person has a belief in something larger than themselves, they don't, they don't have to be, you know, be Christian or Jewish or, yeah, mm-hmm. even that. Really, an atheist, if they don't believe in God, okay, but they believe they in believe a collective. In they believe in an energy that connects us all. Yeah. Um, theta can work because you use whatever their belief is to tap into asking the universe for the download, the understanding, the knowledge, the feeling of joy. Yeah. And that goes into cellular memory, right? And so then you can start to work with beliefs because we might be able to say in Theta, remove the belief that, um, that how about um, it's impossible to be beautiful, mm-hmm. okay? Or um, perfect beauty is impossible, right? You can go in, remove that belief, but if you remove the belief, you create a vacuum, right? You have to come forward with a belief to replace it. Okay, so you fill in. You fill it in. With, and the, with stuff. 
Exactly, and that good stuff might be, I am a radiant being of beauty. I am, you know. So, so replacing that first, okay? I love how you light up as you're talking it's about like, it. It's like, because you have so much power. Yeah, radiant. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's really cool because it's all here for us. It's just, yeah. it's just sort of, one, believing it, because we come into these physical bodies all pure and innocent, we do carry with us inherited data fields. We carry with us frequencies that, that hey, you know what? Let's work on that next time. We can right. we can move through. Or if so, a little one isn't held enough, oh, maybe yeah. as an infant or, you know, attuned to and, and cuddled enough as a toddler, then they might, their cells might start to say, oh, oh I can't process the sweetness. Absolutely. Because you get used to not having the sweet. and Absolutely. Sort of that, you know, and heart guards. Yeah. Absolutely, heart guards. I was aware, so I used to work with children, right? I was aware that when I started my, one of my first cases with a little two-year-old in Detroit, and we were in a conference room, and they started describing what happened to this child. And as a young 20-something in one of my first jobs, not exposed to that kind of thing, I, I thought, I'm going to have to go throw up. I'm either going to throw up or I'm going to faint. Right? It was bad. Oh, it was bad. Um, and you don't even need to get yeah, into that. Right. What happened right. was, was I had to make a decision right then. And the decision was you put up a heart guard right. and you, because you're of no use to this child if you can't function because of the compassion. So you stay compassionate. It's, you know, it's a little bit of a non-attachment thing. It's right. not detachment. It's compassionate non-attachment. Exactly. Compassionate, right. not attachment. I think that's Buddhist, but who wants to label? But anyway, so, <laughs> so working with someone to see what the heart guards might be and learning to release heart guards, staying in compassionate, non-attachment and compassion without putting up a wall that then can maybe show in our body. Right, yeah. so so we put up these walls, we, we put up these unconscious things, and what happens? They show up in high blood pressure because there's a hurt that wasn't you know released, wasn't addressed. Right. right. There's sometimes those core beliefs. Or exactly. Those core patterns. Exactly. So um, and one of the other things that I do that you're familiar with because we shared it, um, and Greg was on the show. Yeah. Greg is really go find that one. <laughs> Um, is the self-questing technique. Yes. I won't get deeply into it, but... We did a whole show about self-questing and so it's, on it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. neat. Find it. <laughs> so, so it's the... I think sometimes that comes in when someone sits down and they say, you know what? There's a part of me that just can't walk by the fridge. You know, whatever it is... believes I can't have a romantic partner for myself. Absolutely. For myself. So when they use the words, there is a part of me... I get this little antenna. <laughs> so part work. <laughs> Let's go find it and bring it home. <laughs> you know, because right now it's back here running you and yeah. running your patterns and your play. And the idea of the self-questing um, is if I have it, I mean, you've studied it way longer than I have, but it's uh, like we send parts of our soul away when we're going through a difficult time or mm -hmm. we put up our guards. Or, right. Um, and in we rightly maybe send it away, but then we miss that part of ourselves and all these beliefs get created around it and so things. Exactly. Because right? if you are disjointed, it creates dis 
ease, uh-huh. right? And so you want to bring your whole self back. Wholeness, wellness, it's all the root word of unity and being whole. So the part, I worked with someone in Arizona who was having a fear response, uh-huh. right? And we couldn't figure out why the fear response was there. And you start with, where is it? Well, of course, I'm pointing here, it was there, right? And so it's that, body-based. It's absolutely body-based. Well, absolutely not. So, yes, it can be in your body. It can feel like it's around. a cloud right behind you, around you. But often you can identify, identify in the physical world where the part lies. Yeah. And then it's about communicating with the part. And at fir- I worked with this person over three days. We were at a conference or whatever. And I did so because on the first day the part went, nope, done. And I find, even with emotion code clearing, which is another yep. technique that I use, that the subconscious, that, that brilliant little two, three-year-old inside of you, yeah. first needs to be introduced. And then it's like, this is weird. I don't know about this. Because that part may be that little two-year-old. Correct. That, that part will say to a new technique, maybe, maybe not. Let me look. Unless that, unless it's that part's idea, which and is actually in. good attachment, because a two-year-old shouldn't trust any stranger. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, let me check you. Let me kick the tires a little and yep. see if uh, I like your modality. Exactly. <laughs> so someone will come in and I'll say, "Well, would you like to try something?" Yes. Okay. I have trapped emotions. I can clear today. It's like, nope. <laughs> and I say, okay, that's fine. We talk for 20, 30 minutes. I have trapped emotions. I can clear today. Yes. And so you, you would actually muscle test. I would muscle test and that. And they'll tell me right away. And then we don't waste time about it. If they, if they can't, and it's no judgment, it's, they're just not ready right then. And or I've had people in the past who've come for that work. That day, the unconscious says, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> they go away. And and my human says that uh, they want to clear that it. That it's not happening. so is like, that's right. <laughs> so they will... Um, come in the next day or a week later and they're it's like yeah let's do this and they're ready to go because their their little self had chance to go okay i think this is okay she's okay all right i kind of i'll trust her a little okay fine i'll give up this much you know so this man with the fear um we ended up moving into the fear in his chest that was a fear of life just actually living, that his mother and father's consciousness were in there, that we had to do these layers. And of course, we finish and the chest pain's gone and it's, he's fine. Because going into the chest pain is actually less painful or more healing than avoiding the chest pain. Yeah, I think that, I mean, he, yeah, and you have all these things, right? On the physical level, am I having a heart attack? You know, he's in his forties, right. right? Oh my gosh, it's clear with your doctor. There's pressure, yeah. you know, and you're kind of going, okay, take some deep breaths. What does this do? Because yeah, do we need to seek some physical medical attention? Right. You know, and the person usually knows. Mm-hmm. You know, there's it's like, no, I'm fine. I'm just, is it anxiety? And you can muscle test that too. Somewhat, is this coming from stress, anxiety? <laughs> you actually can do that. <laughs> now, you know, there's probably a level where the symptoms. You know, override muscle testing, just go find help. And you can find subtleties underneath. So, so the parts work have been, has been really helpful. Mixing, I call it, so it's self-questing or theta healing. I call it um, 
theta questing. I think that's what I called it. <laughs> because you use the theta to quickly clear beliefs that you know um, are holding you back. Yeah. And you're clearing it on four levels. That particular healing technique looks at the core level, which is sort of that conscious beliefs. Then you go into genetic level, which is sort of the morphic field around the pituitary gland in what, you know, what did your, what did you inherit? Um, history level, and on the history level when you go in to work with these beliefs, you usually resolve things because your history level might be something you bring in from, and, and, and the, the past, because consciousness, right, we talked about that, consciousness, and then emotion, and then mind, and then physical, because consciousness cannot be destroyed or created. It is, it exists because, it's like energy. exactly, mm. because, at, because consciousness is there coming, your consciousness coming into this body could bring up a whole bunch of different frequencies that you're not necessarily aware of. The other thing I really appreciate is, and it's sort of shifted how I look at life, is when the big stuff comes up, it's always coming up to be cleared. It's yeah. not coming up to make you suffer. Yeah. It's not coming up to make your life miserable. It's coming up because it's going, I'm ready. I'm ready to get wiped off. I'm ready to integrate. I'm ready to be resolved. I'm ready, you know, I just had a session on myself recently. It was with Greg, actually, about all the suffering that, of all the children. And it was children's consciousness. Yeah. Because I saw so much of it. Yeah, and you take it sometimes. Take oh, it I totally took it home with me. And I muscle tested. I'm carrying, you know, the suffering of the souls that I worked with. Now it's weak, but it was it was strong. So I did a whole session on clearing that suffering out of my field, and I didn't even know it was really there. I have to do that a lot, um, like I, I, in even uh, in therapy work or in energy work. That uh, like oh, um, not in any way to disrespect the people I get to work with, but like it gets sometimes you'll you'll carry the heaviness if someone's got sure. something really heavy absolutely and you'll unknowingly pick pick it up absolutely like, oh that's really heavy oh and here i'm not serving you by carrying that <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's really those are habits that you can just at night do a quick scan yep. and a clear using things like essential oils really grounding really amazing to help um, using things like a, a process to, you know, that Greg was talking about too, the charge, cleanse, and seal. Mm -hmm. um, it's so funny. I was working, this is years ago, I was working with a guy, lovely man, knee pain. Um, we were working with his diet and things like that. And he left and I had the darn knee pain. Exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I called my teacher, this isn't mine. <laughs> I shot him in the door. I sat down and I was like, ow, oh, my knee is killing me. It's, it was a great example. So how'd you do um, it? I, I used, boy, this was probably 15 years ago. Um, it was my, it was Gabriel, actually, my teacher, Gabriel Cousins, and he helped me clear it. He gave me a process. There are many different processes that are really simple and that all work. What do you like? Do you mind if I just get a little um, personal and say yes, what's your... Yes, the, the first thing I do is create a scalar field. Mm -hmm. talked about that because scalar energy is really that, that next ascension energy. Um, and so I use my technique to create a scalar field. And then I actually do use theta a lot just to ask assistance from a theta brainwave state. Um, and then I simply clear it down and send it 
to the light for transformation. Um, it, whether what, if it's say a negative entity, because once I I had where I really learned that, and where I tell people if if what if the voice that comes in your head is this is just not like me, chances are it's not. Right. Right. So. I was coming. Sorry, no way. I need to come see Cindy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Sometimes a little. It sometimes just doesn't, doesn't feel quite right. right. Yeah, right. Cindy, you got any thoughts for this week? I don't know. I'm doing everything. But it depends. It depends. I'm quick and and you're skilled. Um, so I was I was coming back from a four day conference that was really an interesting energy conference. And I'm in the car with a friend, and it was a four-hour, it was in Ann Arbor, Detroit, or somewhere. And in the car, I was getting more and more, mm. like, I don't want anybody to talk. And you're I don't want anybody to say anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, oh, man, and yeah. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really more careful around there. Um, I'll tell, tell you about why I wear this jewelry. Yeah. And I found myself, this dear friend is in the car, and I'm thinking, she says another word, I'm going to open the door and shove her out at 60 miles an hour. <laughs> and while I'm doing this, I'm thinking, that's not like you at all. She's lovely. She's not doing anything wrong. I got home and it persisted and I couldn't stop thinking about ways to injure myself. Oh. It was crazy. Wow. I thought, I'm going to take a long magnesium bath and all I could see is a toaster you know, getting dumped into the bath to electrocute me. So, I mean, we were grabbing. was like, you're way exactly no kidding. Oh my god! <laughs> and that was all. That was another time where I called Gabriel, uh, my teacher, and said, "This is not me, right?" So then I went through a process of cleansing that I continued to use because I spent a couple years um, being ordained as an Essene priestess. Don't say that a lot in lots of mixed company, but I guess it's out there. There it is. And, and one of the things that we did was learn was learn about a cult. Now, one of the things I really learned is I don't mess with things that are above right. my pay grade in any way. Yeah. But there are yes, certain the darkness, things. It'll mess back. Yeah. <laughs> there are certain, and, and really the best thing to do is carry as much late as possible. You know, that's why raw foods comes in because it's got biophotonic energy. You glow. You truly you can glow. glow. <laughs> um, it's not just the light. Yeah. It actually glows. <laughs> yes. and, and people like who take in more of that glow. And, and that's the strength with which you approach these things. So that particular time, I cleared the whole house. I cleared myself. I, you can see I do use crystals for things to create fields. Um, and, and released it. It was a, I, I thank it. Because um, it was a valuable lesson. It, it brought my acuity up a little bit more and a little bit more to both recognize it in others. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's another sort of, I guess, form of, of work that I use. But the clearing techniques, you truly can just go up and connect and command. It's not a request. It's a command that anything negative yeah. is is cleared, is pulled, is canceled on all levels of your complete being, on all planes and all multiverses, past, present, future, sent to the light for transformation of whatever it chooses to be, and phew, you're cleared. Yeah. yeah. And 
you've taught me that, and I use it. <laughs> good. <laughs> it's a good one. It is a good one, yeah. So I think that whenever, whenever someone comes to me, to me it's folly to ignore the physical. Because, hey, here we are. We find ourselves <laughs> here. So addressing. Bodies are wise. They are, and they talk to us, and they give us lots of valuable information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so to approach that, oh, and so as a part of the body thing, the other part of my practice is that I do lymphatic work. So I was taught by a doctor named Robert Morse that the body is relatively simple. We have two fluids and 100 trillion cells. Now, if I really got into it, we have a few more because we have the, I don't know if you've heard of the um, lymphatic system. It's the, the glial cells. We have a lymphatic system that's a little deeper in our brain oh. that actually cleanses when we're asleep. Is Sleep is so important. Oh, right. I've heard that's why. Uh -huh. the that's yeah. the lymphatic thing where, where when you get, I believe it's deep sleep, but it might be light. I don't remember, but there's a whole circulatory path, pathway that starts to communicate with the cerebral spinal fluid. So we've got that. We've got cerebral spinal fluid, but then we have the vast majority lymph and blood, yeah. right? So the simplicity is lymphatics and blood. Your blood's like your kitchen. It takes food everywhere, right? It is about 25% of the total, 20 to 25% of the total fluid in your body. Mm -hmm. Your lymphatics are your sewer system. So anything that eats has to excrete. So your lymphatic system is... 80, 75 to 80% of your fluids in your body. So think about it. If your house itself has a backed up sewer system, no it's bueno. tragic, right? And yeah. you're not going to get things clean, right? So we work on the lymphatic system through lymphatic drainage, through fasting, through you know diet, through movement, of course. Um, Is that also where the alkaline diet comes in? Absolutely, it yeah. can help. Absolutely can help. And herbs can help a ton. So so I work with people on lymphatics. Um, if it weren't, mm -hmm. you know, there's people who come to me post-surgery, and that's a really good time because you want to get your lymphatic system moving because it's going to take out everything that happened during surgery. And you do a lot of that at, um, you work at a med spa. I, I do. Mean, you, you have your own I have an office at the med spa, yeah. inside so. of a med spa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so I've got probably... 25%, I'd say, in my practice is truly physical, lymphatics, diet, etc. And about 75% is actually the consciousness work. So that's kind of neat. <laughs> I love it. I love it because it really is. Let's not, let's let, leave no stone unturned. Yeah. Right? It's just like, okay, <laughs> like the, the person that's or got crystal. diabetes or crystal, <laughs> yes, I love them. Um, the person who has diabetes um, came in. And they're having a very difficult time, and they're really compliant with everything. And the sugars, the morning blood sugars are 100, 120, 110, right in that range. And frustration, right? And I said, send me that blood work. So well, early really developmental stuff that happened. With oh, gosh, yes, absolutely. Just and so we were, <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And we're, oh, that's because you're really, she is really <laughs> gifted, um, really gifted. And so... Looking at that, you know, and, and we're addressing some of that as well, and um, addressing loneliness, that part was in there, because mm -hmm. we're around the sweetness. Emotionally immature, mm -hmm. which had, you know, those parents had emotionally immature mm -hmm. parents. So right, it's like easier right. to be a parent, but 
exactly exactly <laughs> if you don't have the knowledge inside your cells how do you model it exactly what do you do which yeah. is where theta how, comes in i know, think like you know what you've known how do you know what yeah how yeah you can't you, you can't what you don't know what you don't know or something mm -hmm. like that so i look at the blood test that was sent to me and vitamin d level is in the basement and um, there were like some levels that I'm thinking, wait a minute, this is absolutely not balanced here. Let's take these steps, try it again in 12 weeks, and let's see if blood sugar goes down yeah. in 12 weeks. A1C wasn't horrible, horrible, because his intake of sugar is not that bad, but he's just not getting the fasting down. So we really need to delve a little bit more into his physical yeah. while we do. So, And his appointments are usually like, 30% physical, 60, 70% consciousness. Yeah. And I've got another woman who comes in who's got cancer right now, but we don't say that, actually. She has an imbalance in her cells. Yeah. And she has cells that are maybe not in her true, not behaving in her true highest and best. And, and do you treat with an alkaline diet there? Absolutely. Yeah. She, she's, doing, she's doing all kinds of things. And she's seeing other healers, too, which is mm -hmm. really cool. Um, and I think she's just picking up on CBD. Um, and bigger than any of it, she said, oh, I got this. This is not going to get me. Uh, and she believes it from the belief. foundation. Yeah. So we adjust her nutrients at first, firsthand. We do some violet ray work, which is some of the Tesla's work on, on some areas of her body. We do mud packing around mm -hmm. scar tissue to allow energy to flow through. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and we've done DNA work, actually, Kishori Aird's DNA work. And that's another whole <laughs> other, like, can of awesome worms that yes. I've been turned on to. I mean, I, I knew the concept from psychic school, and I know the concept just from healing in general, but you get down down deep and dirty, yeah. so to speak. Not dirty, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go a little more DNA. core. Yeah. Yes, because one of the things that we did for her is use the protocol to install a new um, health code, health paradigm. And so it has a lot to do with consciousness around the DNA. It and, does. Yeah. yeah. Are you working on your DNA? Are you operating on ancestral DNA? Exactly. Are you operating on... Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oversimplifying. But, but that's it, though. You get the idea that when people come in and sit, I would, unless all they want is a physical, yeah. of course, even people on my table when I'm doing lymphatics, are, I usually, I don't intend to um, interject anything that they're, they don't want. You know their soul and the world and the universe opens up to what it might be, yeah. you know, yeah. right? So sometimes when there's a little bit of nerve trauma around things, super anxiety producing, and it gives us a window into the ego, and right? So, yeah, so that's kind of in a nutshell. So the three areas, or the, the sort of three paths of your work, mm -hmm. um, nutrition, mm -hmm. um, the consciousness piece mm -hmm. and then there's one other and probably uh, i would call it lymphatics i would call it lymphatic system so body fluids. works body fluids yeah 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 uh, and, and how they how they interrelate <laughs> dna i put in that consciousness in work consciousness part i would because dna is, is or that consciousness work is theta healing self-questing emotion code clearing um what else am i doing in that 
work. Um, I inner child work eh, somewhat, but you are excellent at that. It's, it's a uh, it's a passion of mine. <laughs> oh man, it's a really good one. And just your psychic abilities are amazing, and your just your ability to pick up that energy, like you just did with the client. You have no idea who this person is, and you were spot on. The, the childhood. Okay. Toddlerhood and infancy. And you were spot on. Lots of stuff. So. That's cool. I feel so... Well, there's a lot of passion with you, by the way. <laughs> you're my teacher. You're my healer. Yes. And so I've learned and learned and learned from you. Oh. And, and just deepened even the psychic work. Um, oh, I love that. Like, um, how you say, just go straight to the etheric. Just go straight to God. Like, right. Don't, do not pass go. Right. Do, not, <laughs> do, not collect yeah, do not stop one yeah. way to converse. Just psh, right out. <laughs> Yeah. And even just as my session with you today, uh, before we filmed, so like reinforcing that. Because I'm like, yeah, I never really felt quite right going to all the other, like, uh -huh. um, uh, tollway booths. So, yes. you know, you're like, no, go straight to God. Right. Like, and you can go from there. You can yeah. go all over from there. But the clarity comes from going straight to Creator. And then, and then see, and it's funny, too, because this is from the Theta where people were uncomfortable with saying, Creator is commanded. That this happened mm -hmm. and and so you can say request and yet that I and this is my own complete like personal judgment thing to the discomfort with commanding is sort of a um, a disregard of our power yeah and it's I've heard Mm -hmm. and try I, sometimes I say stuff that I need to learn myself and I just like it rolls off my tongue but I'm like oh wait I need to learn that too um but like owning your power and owning your command of that love power yeah. healing power is humble yeah yeah it is Goes to, no 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 right yeah exactly well because that's ego too yeah. right even yeah. you know even shying away from it is ego um so it's a it is our right it is our right Ask and you shall receive. We come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what's what's next? Um, you know, whether it's trips or workshops or books um, that yes. Right. Are you gonna yes? Maybe when it's out in, in the actual okay. right. consciousness. Um, yes, I started a book ages ago with a friend on travel in the uh, well, keeping a raw plant based diet. Yeah, traveling and that's about eighty percent done. Mm -hmm. Traveling and getting anything green is—it's like most air airports are packaged food, oh, and God, like this little thing of you know celery is like eight bucks. Or right, right. <laughs> like, and there's so many, right. so many tricks that that are out there for you to. And it depends. The, the book's written so that if it's a day, or a weekend, or a week, if it's traveled by bus or train or plane. Wow. All these I things. I want to read this right. book. I know. And I will. It's like I said, it's about 80% done. <laughs> and, it's a conundrum mm -hmm. for travelers and for people, even maybe people that aren't raw that are just trying to be healthy yes. while they're traveling. Yes, and that's true. And we need your book. So. Well, it does take a little bit of pre-planning and stepping out. You know, I would find out, you know, where I'm going to be and where the health food stores are in that area and what produce looks like. And, of course, California, you don't have to worry. Um, but you go to, you know, like uh, where down south or up 
north in the winter and there's other challenges well we have a mutual friend who you know she goes to i don't know if it's cleveland or cincinnati and she like finds the places yes <laughs> absolutely she's just like a heat and they're out there. <laughs> and it does no, not come game. to cleveland or cincinnati no it, but it becomes know. a fun game yeah. it absolutely does yeah. so yeah so uh if you would like an appointment with cindy yeah. um you can do work long distance. I can work long distance. Um, I have a, a HIPAA compliant secure uh, telehealth. It's kind of like a Skype. Yeah. Um, the phone number here is 847-533-4220. And we'll have your link to your business. We'll have the Perfect. website um, in the comments on, um, great. on the show. purehealthcenter.us. So that has information. That's my website. Purehealthcenter.us. Um, mm -hmm. And I am located in Wilmette, uh, 118 Skokie Boulevard in the Women's Life Center building. Yeah, and um, for those of you visiting Chicago, it's just north of Chicago. Yeah, about and, 15 miles. And uh, prepare to take naps after you have seen Cindy because you <laughs> do so much I do work. hear that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do. And I say that with great love and affection. Mm -hmm. Like your little brain and your body and your spirit will be healing. Your spirit will be like, <laughs> your body will be like, hold on, I need a nap. Yes, <laughs> okay, yeah, just, yeah I know. you get so much. A lot of energy moving there, yes. Thank, Thank you, you so much. And I hope you'll join us for our next episode. Thanks for joining. And uh, we, we wish you much health. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. <laughs>